As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Spreaker Live Show, episode 39 on September 30th, 2015. We're right on the cusp of a new year, and thank you very much for listening today. My name is Rob Greenlee, and I work for Spreaker as the head of content, and this show normally airs uh, live uh, every week at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, um, but we are doing it uh, a day before, and our guest is actually in a completely different day. So this is, you know, working on podcasting in multiple time zones always uh, makes things interesting. Uh, so we're actually recording this on uh, on Tuesday, the 29th, but it's going to actually play as a virtual live stream on the, on the 30th here in the U.S., which will be actually, you know, a completely other day in Australia which our guest is from. So uh, so anyway, you can find this show in iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and soon the Google Play Music Store. And obviously you can get it in Spreaker, uh, which is a great um, platform for listening to all sorts of live streams, podcasts. And please leave us a review in any or all of these platforms. It would be great. And we want to hear from you too. So if you have a question, comment, or, or you just want to be on the show, send me an email. Uh, Rob at Spreaker.com, and you can also use podcast at Spreaker.com, too, if you want to reach the greater team at Spreaker. And uh, if you have a support question, uh, you can certainly send that support question if you're a Spreaker host to support at Spreaker.com. Uh, we also have a Twitter account at Spreaker, and you can use the hashtag Spreaker Live uh, for this show. And Spreaker also has a blog, and that's at blog.spreaker.com with some great articles about how to how to produce a great podcast. And uh, I also post in there the uh, the episodes from the Spreaker Live show as well. And you can get all the Spreaker news and updates uh, right there in that blog. And that's at blog.spreaker.com. Well, joining me on the show today is Joel Zamet. And he today. is it today or is it tomorrow? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Uh, today, right now, is the 30th of December. That's so right. So we're confusing. this is really awesome. We're time traveling here. This is great, bit. Joel. Um, he is the he is a host of one of many hosts uh, with a a network called San Pants Radio. Yep. It's sandpantsradio.com. He's also kind of I I think the pseudo business manager, but uh, we're we're going to learn all about that. <laughs> it's a little vague to me about who who runs the show down there, but I think. 
Joel does, I think. So, I think so, too. Yes, yes. So um, uh, Sandpants is part of the Spreaker's um, own podcast network, the Adore.fm podcast network. And uh, Sandpants produces about five different podcasts, which is pretty mm-hmm. pretty amazing. Uh, you don't hear of too many producers producing a, you know five shows, so th- this is going to be an interesting conversation learning about uh, how all that happened. Or the shows are uh, done out of Australia. And the kind of flagship show of the five that they do, and this show, and it's very timely with the launch of Star Wars, the the movie, though I don't think that the, the podcast really is about Star Wars, but it's called Plumbing the Death Star. There, there's a couple other shows, too. Uh, there, there's another one called Shut Up a Second, and D&D is for Nerds, which I, I think Joel needs to explain that title to me, <laughs> and Movie Maintenance, uh, which is another show, and I'm assuming that's about movies. We'll also yep. find out. And then a new show that they just launched, it's uh, Just Good Business is the name of that show. So what I wanted to do was play a little um, one, eh, like about a 90-second clip from uh, Plumbing the Death Star, a most recent episode here, just so you can kind of get a flavor of the uh, the insanity, craziness, and the, the fun that exists in uh, in Sandpants uh, uh, podcast and specifically Plumbing the Death Star. So let's play that now. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of Plumbing the Death Star, where we ask important questions like, how would Spider-Man deal with being middle-aged? Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can, spins a web any size, catches thieves just like flies, look out! Because let's be honest... Yeah, yeah, that seems solid. That's a good range. If you're 60 and you call yourself middle-aged listeners, <laughs> fucking check yourself. If you're 60 and listening to a podcast, it depends though, on the type. Props. Of, <laughs> the type of 60. If you're 60 and listening to us now, you count as middle-aged because you're down with the homies. <laughs> exactly. And you're on the level. You're still riding out your midlife. Crisis. You have the finger yes. on the pulse of the youth. Yeah. So 45 onwards. So, I think, yeah. so by this time, let's see. Spider-Man married still? Yeah. Married to an when, aging supermodel. That's mm-hmm. when she dies, to be honest. Uh, well, let's be honest. They're going to die at some point. That's kind of part of Spider-Man's shtick that the women he loves <coughs> Also, Spider-Man off. can't be happy. That's one of his also... You know, that's Spider-Man's shtick as well. He just mm. can't be happy. But he kind of is happy at the same time. He is. You know, like in that kind of Spider-Man goofy... Well, pause now. Dude, she just put a Twizzler <laughs> stick in a Dr. Pepper can. What the fuck is wrong with you two today? And you know how much American it. candy is in the studio <laughs> right now, listeners? Like an like, like a, a re- almost just ridiculous I, amount. I of saw American that. Candy. I was like, I'm gonna compose myself. I'm not gonna laugh at this shit. I made a good noise too. Christ, indeed. So, Joel, what kind of craziness is going on down there in Melbourne, Australia, these days? <laughs> I agree with the premise somewhat here. I don't understand the full context here, but uh, that uh, Spider-Man is getting a little old. Uh, and there, there was a little bit of too many movies coming out, too, right? <laughs> a little bit. I think we sort of uh, keep getting his origin story, which is kind of nice. But I think I'd like him to be a bit more grown up. Um, but that was an episode where we just sort of um, were looking at how is he going to cope with growing old because we sort of don't really see like in comic books they sort of have this sort of state of like status quo where it's always going to be this always going to be that and particularly now with the new film coming out with um, Spider Man he's back to being a teenager <laughs> so so plumbing the Death Star is the kind of a looking at I guess fictional universes if they were somewhat more based in reality. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. gotcha. Which is uh, probably far from the case when you're dealing with the Spider-Man movie, right? Uh, yes, exactly. It's, it's kind of hard to do that, but I, 
but I did like your comments about uh, middle-aged podcast listeners because um, I'm I'm actually one of them. So um, awesome. one of the uh, few I, I I believe is the contention was yeah I've just been around this this medium far too long. I've been been actually involved in the podcasting space uh, since uh, 2004. So uh, mm. it's been quite a quite a journey. But but anyway, back to your. Uh, plumbing the Death Star. So who is the cast of characters that we're dealing with there in that, that particular episode? Were you part of that? Usually it's myself, uh, co-host uh, Jackson Bailey, and another co-host who's also another Joel, uh, Joel Dusha. Um, and in that particular ep- episode, we had another uh, sort of member of us, a troop, I guess you'd call us, uh, Thomas Edgoose. Um, and so he was in on that episode as well. But it's usually me, Jack, and uh, Dusha uh, that are in Plumbing the Death Star. Gotcha. And so, how long has that uh, that show been around? I mean, how many episodes have you guys done? Um, I think we're almost done a hundred. Hundred. So, I think this is our second year of doing Plumbing the Death Star from memory. So, was that the first podcast that you guys put out? Uh, no, our first our first podcast we put out we don't actually have anymore. Um, it's sort of discontinued. It was called um, In Favor of the Filter, where we sort of just looked at. Uh, just sort of odd websites and that kind of stuff. And um, this was around about the time when Australia had this guy who was wanting to filter the internet. So it was kind of a bit of a tongue-in-cheek, we look at the terrible websites so you don't have to kind of thing. Um, But when we first started, we had a a couple of shows actually, and it was all under the one feed because back four or five years ago, it was that not really knowing what was going on. So we just sort of um, threw everything at the wall to see what stuck. Mm-hmm. So I think we we sort of launched in quotation marks just Sans Pants Radio, and that had I think four different shows, and then we sort of rotated it on like an A B C D week for twelve weeks, sort of thing, or for, for twelve episodes, and sort of um, had that going. Yeah, yeah. If you go to the sandpantsradio uh, dot com website, I, I I believe you have a video up there that uh, shows kind of in in greater detail where you guys actually produce these podcasts. Mm. It's actually in a in a pretty nice production studio isn't it yeah it's um actually thomas edgoose the guy who was on the spider-man episode he was the one that directed um that little documentary for a, a short that he was i think doing for a university um project um and yeah we we based out on um uh, latrobe university up in melbourne uh i was teaching there for a while um and that's pretty much how we all sort of came to be uh, I was teaching a first-year subject called Audience and Communication, which I don't think exists anymore. <laughs> but I was teaching that, and it was all based around creating like, audio documentaries, like four-minute short audio documentaries. And we also have a studio there at Latrobe, which was going underutilized. Um, they used to have this really good music program going in the university that was cut, I want to say, in the early 2000s, that we just had this beautiful studio that was sort of going underutilized. So when I was talking to my old, um, my sort of uh, mentor, I was like, can we get this up and running and doing some stuff with this? He was like, sure. So I sort of put the call out to a bunch of kids, students, and um, who I got. I got like a, a bunch of people and the ones that sort of really stuck with it, uh, you know, Jack, Dusha, and Zoe, and sort of the ones that sort of really stayed with it. And like Shut Up a Second was really the sort of first one we did. And sort of I was more of a producer, editor role of that kind of thing. And yeah, we sort of just started very small and sort of worked on because I like I like podcasting because you can pre-record, you can sort of have an idea of how to plan out a season. Because that's what we sort of did back then. We were doing like 12 episode block seasons. Mm. 
And so we sort of tried to record, you know, 12 episodes and see what we're going. And you can listen to the early stuff and it's terrible. Like, don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a ringing endorsement. Down. Yes. Uh, we, well, got, we got a lot better. We well, did. Yeah. I mean, I'm, so how many years total have you guys been doing this? You've been doing it for four or five years um, now? Yeah, since about 2011, late 2011. Um, so we sort of spent uh, most of 2011, sort of the back half, workshopping, sort of getting to know each other and that kind of stuff. And then we sort of launched midway through 2012. So there's been a lot of uh, real world learning that you guys have been going through, going through these new shows, launching new shows. So- As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What is important to you as you think about creating a new show? I mean, what kind of things do you think about? I mean, I've noticed that there's this, I mean, not specifically with you guys, but I see this pattern that's happening in the podcasting space right now. And I see it w- with a few other networks too, where people will take kind of uh, kind of like a, you know, like an obscure area of social culture and they'll, they'll kind of build a show around that. And, mm. and that's kind of a little bit what you're doing here. Yeah, I think when building a new show, it it always comes down to, for me, it's always sustainability. Uh, can we keep doing this 12 weeks down the track? Can we keep doing this 100 weeks down the track? Can we keep doing this five years kind of thing? And you know, we, we, you know, we're, we're a, sort of a troop with 12-odd people. And so, of course, there's 40 different ideas sort of thrown away uh, at once. And it's sort of, for me, it's kind of like each show that we produce is different from the other show. So if you sort of have an idea or something like that, it's kind of like, cool, can we sort of shoehorn them into the sort of pre-existing shows and make them fit? Or is it a possibility for a new potential new show? And then, of course, that comes with its whole slew of issues and problems. Like, I, I don't really believe in doing things half-assed. So if I want to do, if we want to do something and put something out that's good, you know, there's a lot of care that goes into it. You know, I mean, like, yeah, there's that sort of making sure the show is entertaining, making sure that the show can be that, you know, can have that lasting power that we don't run out of things to say. <laughs> um, and then there's also the other little fiddly bits that go with it. You know, for example, uh, cover art for me is, is a huge um, aspect and a huge component. I think also a very, I, I would say a, a big part into why we are considered more of a successful podcast is mm-hmm. because we have such good cover art. I agree with uh, you 100%. I mean, that's the big thing that really stood out for me as I, I looked at your, your podcast is that it, uh, it, it really does stand out. And like I come from, you know, a, a failed artist background. Um, <laughs> failed artist. Well, you succeeded here. Yes. <laughs> and so, um, you know, a, a good friend of ours, Nathan Davis, uh, who is an illustrator by, by trade, like he designs a lot of T-shirt designs. So he's a, a good friend of ours. And it was getting him involved and getting him to sort of design our covers and all that kind of stuff and still does to this day. I think, you know, is, is a really big component of, of making, you know, if you're going to start a, a podcast, 
Yeah, make sure you have good cover art. I mean, there's a whole adage like, you don't judge a book by a cover, but we do. Sure we you do. do. We do yeah. <laughs> of course you do, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the um, naming of the shows, too, which is really, mm-hmm. really, really interesting, too. Um, how do you come up with that? What's the what's the thinking? Are you just trying to be funny slash kind of um, um, They all have their own story sort of yeah. thing. So Plumbing yeah. the Death Star comes from a show we used to do called An Hour of Your Life. You'll never get back, but we just written an hour of your life about, and we used to do whatever. I think we did maybe four of those episodes. They were just kind of long and rambly, and an hour about Star Wars, an hour about Lord of the Rings kind of stuff. And there was one, Jackson, I think, was sort of asking, like, who does the plumbing on the Death Star? Um, which, you know, we're mostly talking about, you know, characters or side characters that we just don't see. And it's sort of for that one, it was like, yeah, who does the plumbing on Death Star? But then also it's like, you know, plumbing going deep, delving into a particular universe. So. It's sort of a bit of a, a double meaning, and it was kind of a bit of a happy accident that I was like, "Yeah, let's call it that. That's a good, good title." And we trialed a um, a thing. Like we trialed a pilot for Plumbing the Death Star that just didn't work. Like it was um, there was four of us, and it just did not work at all. So we had to sort of really go back and pare it down and see, you know, what what did work. And that's another thing when you are creating new new sort of podcasts out there. I would say pilot a few things you know try listen to them make sure that you know they do sound good and if something doesn't really work maybe why and try and you know rearrange it and so that's what we did with plumbing Desta. shut up a second um that was all i think zoe's idea she was just like i want to do this podcast with i think jackson initially and jill jill dusha and i think he was away somewhere and when they came back they were just like you're doing this he's like okay i'm doing this and that's sort of where that comes from well yeah that title really really comes with some attitude doesn't it it's like uh, yeah you know <laughs> shut up a second i want to say something right is that the idea I, I think so like again i tried to stay um just mostly as the editor um somewhat a producer of that show and just let those three sort of um talk but that show has sort of grown and evolved to include just three of any of us um about a particular topic of the week kind of thing so that was sort of um and came more organically from you know, it's kind of from that you know shut up let me talk yeah uh, exactly so you have like uh what like three three co-hosts yeah, so shut up a second is uh, three co-hosts. We have a topic of the week or a topic of the episode where we generally go to sort of a random thing generator and we're like, sure, let's do that. Or we'll look around the room and we're like, uh, have we done an episode on chairs yet? No, let's do it. Chairs. Um, it's, it's a lot more improv-y than everything else. And we usually sort of, it's sort of structured in a way of a hypothetical history, facts, and um movies slash pop culture and how it relates to that topic but it's nowhere nearly as structured as as i make it sound it's gotcha. a bit of a nonsense show it's good it's good good comedy yeah well that's that's exactly what you want you you, you want a show that's entertaining and and fun for people to listen to and it, <clears throat> it, you guys definitely have that in spades what's the thinking behind the D and D um is for nerds won't you um you- so that that came through because we recorded the the this like the episodes before we came up with the name and we, we the D and D it's just a Dungeons and Dragons podcast where oh, we play Dungeons okay. and Dragons and it's a bit of because um, we used we did between because when we started off we were doing like seasons so we did these sort of you know twelve episode blocks of particular shows and then we sort of ended for a while and no one heard from us and we did like a four part role playing kind of like Dungeons and Dragons but without any of those, those pesky rules so it was highly produced I sort of used sound effects and music and all that kind of stuff it was called uh, Roll for Initiative. 
but there's already a podcast called Roll for Initiative when when we sort of started this up again. And so for D&D is for Nerds, we got a uh, good friend Adam, who is actually a, a DM, a dungeon master. So he knows the rules. And so he sort of gave out that sort of structure. And so we just sort of kept going through different variations of names and until something stuck. And I think it was uh, Joel Dusha uh, mentioned D&D is for Nerds, partly because, you know, we, we all have an element of being mean slash maybe the high school bully. So there is that sort of aspect, but it's a bit kind of thing. While yes, you know they do they do say D and D is for nerds, but hey, we're playing it, so we're the nerds. So I think there was a few different iterations, and there is that there was that before we launched. Me being like, is this too mean? Like it is kind of insulty a little bit. Should we go through it with it? Is this all right? And it was like, nah, it's fine. You're overthinking. I'm like, okay, let's just go with this. People are fine uh, with it as long as they're not being yeah. insulted. Yeah, exactly. And then now you know, nerd, being a nerd is the new cool right exactly the, exactly well you know nerd geek yeah there's kind of like a <laughs> fine line of a difference there um, exactly um, <laughs> but it's yeah. okay to be a, a nerdy geek or is it exactly. better to be a geeky nerd i'm not quite sure i don't know I, i'm yeah. too old to answer that question <laughs> <laughs> too old to answer that. Well, yeah you're so old yes Total. the other one that's uh, not hmm. new is the mm-hmm. oh, yeah, movie maintenance yes the movie so, maintenance show yep so that sort of came down and that was a sort of we were th- thinking of launching not even launching it but like kind of having this in uh the plumbing of the death star as, as sort of a maybe on an off week or something like that which is you know picture ideal star wars movie kind of thing and it sort of came from that uh talking about the prequels and how everyone was disappointed with them so i was like man i wish like the prequels had this so we all have our own version of like an ideal star wars episode one two and three and yeah. that's sort of where that sort of came from was a sort of fan fiction-esque type podcast where we sort of almost write a spec script um, every episode did you guys do a lot with the the new star wars film with this um not yet not for movie maintenance uh realized recently um because i think we did an episode on jessica jones almost a week or two after it aired where we had some issues with jessica jones a netflix original series mm-hmm. uh of like you know could have been a little bit better but we we sort of angered a lot of people and i've never had so many like angry emails <laughs> um, about well you know they're they're listening joel when they say i the know emails. so i i think um because also uh, max landis is on um, you know the son of john landis he sort of was mentioning that hey i, I think that the, the character of um ray a little bit of a mary sue and everyone jumped down his throat and was like you sexist pig <laughs> um so even though like i liked force awakens it was really good it did have a little bit of problems i don't think we'll touch that for a couple of months simply because uh, a lot of people get angry in the moment i think there was that guy who did a review about the dark knight rises uh, just before it even came out like he saw a screen version he said like it was fine it just wasn't great and then he got bombarded with mm. like death threats and wow shit, like because wow. people take these pop culture moments uh, a little bit too seriously well. for a uh, I like think they do started. a little bit with the Star Wars movie too. I've been noticing. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? So, Absolutely yeah, crazy. I'm seeing. I, I, I actually I saw Star Wars branding um, on a uh, bag of oranges the other day. That's um, amazing. You know, it's like <laughs> where, where does this end? Is it going to be like toilet seat Star Wars things? Coming, I hope or, so. I know? hope so. So on your um, your artwork for uh, movie mm-hmm. maintenance, and if you're listening to this and you're 
curious about the Sandpants Radio, I think it's worth it just to go to the to their website just to look at their artwork. I think it's awesome. So is uh, it is the partially constructed Death Star, right? Yeah, it's the second Death Star. And the idea of that was because it was coming from Plumbing the Death Star. We wanted a very similar logo. Yeah. Um, I just like the idea of. I think it was like a long, like a, like a three-hour car journey with Jack, and we were sort of trying to come up with um, titles, and we we're like, eventually stumbled upon movie maintenance. I'm like, yeah, that works. It rolls with the tongue, you know. Yeah, exactly. So it, and then, this kind of um, idea of you know things being half completed and wanting to be sort of built upon. Yeah, yeah. And then the, there's always this brown stuff that's coming out of the. Uh, Yep. The uh, faucet that's uh, attached <laughs> to the side of the Death Star. I'm not exactly sure what that is or what you guys are uh, trying to say that is. It's I think of- uh, Nathan drew that and we're just going to assume it could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> could be all sorts of uh, brown could substances be. coming out could of the plumbing be. of the Death Star. Could right? be. Who yes, knows? Yes. <laughs> I can't imagine. Up space. Yeah, exactly. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Exactly. It, you know, it's no analogy to what happens in the show at all. Not um, at all. Not at all. And I think uh, what works for us is we're all somewhat a little bit irreverent, like because we're we're not diehard fans of literally everything. Like we have a good cursory knowledge of a lot of pop culture, mm-hmm. but we're not like giant fans of like to the point of obsession about something. So we kind of have that, we can have that irreverency, sort of that tongue in cheek. We can kind of say things that, you know, these sort of diehard, almost zealot-like fans are like, you can't say anything bad about Star Wars, it's a perfect film. It's like, or it's like, hey, we can have some, we can poke fun at it, can't we? Yeah, 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 I mean, you should be able to, right? Right? You should, you should. But I think you, (laughs) yeah, if you say the wrong thing, though, you will get flamed by a million people, though. Oh, we do. We did a whole Harry Potter series once. Um, like seven episodes, and I think we were talking about like why are the Weasleys poor because you know they're they're wizards. They shouldn't you know want for anything. The, the, I think we just missed a Weasley brother, like we, as we were counting out the, the Weasley siblings, and we just missed one. <laughs> and my God, like the amount of uh, uh, people that emailed in and were like you know, calling us idiots and all kinds of names because we simply missed a Weasley brother. And our report was always like, but what we were saying was fine. They're like, yeah. But yeah. you missed a Weasley but, brother. But yeah, you we can't pronounce leave him those, out. 
Yeah. We pronounced the spell wrong. It was like, okay. All right. Sorry, I guess. <laughs> Perfection is is required here, isn't it? Yes. Uh, apparently. Yes. So, and then uh, lastly, your your mm-hmm. more recent uh, recent addition to the lineup is it's uh, just good business. What's that all yes, about? It's it's just good business, and that sort of um, comes from so Jackson, his his wonderful dad John, and his younger brother Ryder uh, sit around. And, and pitch businesses at each other. It starts because I, th- I think Jack was telling us about how his dad just has some very outlandish, dumb ideas that he genuinely believes will work as, as businesses. So each each week they sort of um, sit down and, and uh, take turns in a way of uh, pitching a business. Oh, okay, that's so think- a little bit of a Shark Tank kind of thing. Kind of, like, but yeah, it's kind. it's a little, a little bit more ridiculous. <laughs> it's a little bit more ridiculous than that. It's not as they are um, real a world. magical family. No, oh, okay. they are a magical family. I think uh, the best way I can kind of sum it up is in a future episode. Uh, Jackson pitches a dog casino. So a casino, I think it was run by dogs, oh. or they or a casino that where the dogs are gambling, and. Okay. He mentions like so crows. Like crows are very intelligent. It's oh, like yeah. he says, like ah, oh, I should have gone crows because they're intelligent. They can you can teach them to gamble easier. And his dad, without like missing a beat, just dead serious. He's like Jack, don't be an idiot, octopus. <laughs> octopus. Like, he can work so- hard. He's got all these arms that he can exactly. do things with, right? He- his, his goddamn family, amazing. Uh, it's actually <laughs> one of my. It's literally my favorite show that we do um, to listen to. Just how insane it goes well i'm sure it'll be a be a popular business podcast right <laughs> yes um and then uh, i wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, your your recent selection by itunes as uh, one yes. of the top podcasts for 2015 that's congratulations thank you very much um yeah we got an email from them uh it's got two emails from them because uh, both plumbing the death star and D is for nerds uh, got the best of iTunes or one of the best of iTunes 2015 yeah. uh, in Australia, which is fantastic. Um, so yeah, we, we were very very chuffed about that, particularly for D and D's for nerds, considering it is relatively such a, a young show of ours. I mean, we've only done it for you know 25 odd weeks. Like I think um, yeah, as of recording, season one just finished, so it's a perfect jumping on moment um, for Sorry. anyone to sort of. You want to listen to the whole season uh, in sort of one sitting? There are half an hour episodes, so I tried to keep that one a bit more um, uh, sort of because there's a lot of D and D podcasts there out there, and yeah. the one that I absolutely love is the Adventure Zone, and I think they release like an hour and a half or odd episode every sort of two weeks. Whereas I really wanted to try and make it, you know, very concise, and so people can kind of like almost leave them wanting more, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so it's a half, it's in half an hour. You can easily listen to them, and yeah, they're, they're, they're a lot of fun. It's a continuous story. And Adam is a very good storyteller, and, and the three of us who play, so myself, Jackson, and um, Ali, try to uh, railroad his wonderful story as much as we can. <laughs> <laughs> then he punishes us as he sees fit. So you think that the kind of magic formula that you guys have come up with for your shows is, is really um, j- just about trying to have fun with your friends and, and um, do like what yeah. you guys might do at a coffee shop or something like that. You guys might meet up and, and talk. Is that pretty or much? Or is it like, more structured than that? Uh, it's, a, it's a little bit of give and take. So 
at the end of the day, what we're really trying to do is make each other laugh. I mean, you, you, you sit there and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make each other uh, 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 laugh and just have fun. There is some semblance of structure. And so we sort of try and do that with, uh, I know, for example, Shut Up a Second and It's Just Good Business. They're these are the more more ones that rely on structure in terms of, you know, the categories and then with just good business. Like you pitch the business and once the business is done, that's all good, sweet, or whatever. But really we're just trying to have a lot of fun. I mean, there's you know, you say coffee shop and yeah, there's been times where it's just been a bunch of us just sitting down, eating and just having the same sort of conversations we usually have. And, you know, we it's weird when you sort of look around and we do we are getting an audience of the people who are sort of in the coffee shop sort of looking at us talking about you know, <laughs> Yeah. Hulk and this kind of thing, and like, oh hello! Just bring your microphones with you, or you know, when I we know. go to the coffee shop, right? You can do exactly. your episode right there. All this gold. <laughs> That's right. So, I wanted to ask you too. I mean, uh, you're a younger guy. What's what's cool about podcasting now? Um, I'm, I'm not sure because again, I mean, I didn't get into it creating them like until you know five years ago. But, but I was always listening yeah. to them. You know, when about 2004 came along and. I think I, I like a lot of people uh, when they listen to podcasts, they sort of start with radio shows and that kind of stuff Yeah, where the sort of commercial radio stations just sort of package the content that's already out there and, and throw it online. And I think I was listening to uh, a particular one from like Triple M, which is a sort of more Australian rock station. And this one guy, he did it. Uh, he had a show on, on late at night, but then they did like a, a, a so when it was not on air, so they just did it after their show, and it was called like I think after the forking show or something like that. <laughs> and it was the three of them just chatting without the constraints of a radio station. And then they sort of released that, and it was really good. It was really interesting. It was like really, really fascinating them doing this kind of stuff. And I just like the, the lack, you know lack of censorship and and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. that's sort of how I could have came onto the sort of. Yeah. Um, listening to it. So I've sort of been listening to it for a long, long time. So I'm not quite sure, yeah, why, where sort of podcasts are right now. I mean, you can kind of look and be like, oh, yeah, because everyone's talking about cereal. Yeah. The sort of resurgence kind of thing. Well, how is the podcasting market in Australia and New Zealand and that part of the world? Is it, uh, do you, th- you think it's growing down there or do you think it's... Um, it, I think it's happening? definitely growing. Like we've got a few um, sort of more iconic sort of a, an Australian podcast that are sort of coming up and about. Um, like Will Anderson, who's an Australian comedian, he does his um, TOEFOP and FOFOP. Um, they're quite, you know, being more more uh, well-renowned, little little dum-dum club. You've also got, you know, uh, Steel Saunders with his, you know, I Love Green Guide Letters and um, his sort of Star Wars podcast, uh, Steel Wars. You know, you've gone, um, got the Weekly Planet podcast um who we sort of do a bit of collaboration with here and there and so you sort of got these little pockets here and there of of people sort of making little pod like making podcasts but we, we found it kind of odd that it, it isn't that big it isn't that no one's sort of doing what we're doing no one's sort of in that same sort of position of trying to just do podcasts like there's a lot of comedians that are sort of like oh and i do a podcast and a lot of the comedians that are doing it they're doing a podcast to sort of spruik their stand-up so they they sort of either they go from a comedian uh, stand-up comedian background and they sort of do a podcast where we're we're pretty much started as podcasts and we were like this is where we're starting and this is sort of what we're trying to like trying to push 
And so there's not really, you know, many other people sort of doing that kind of stuff. And it's mm-hmm. sort of, you know, you look at, you know, stuff happening in the States, like the LA Podfest, um, like, you know, the Chicago Podcast Co-op kind of stuff and all these kind of things that are really interesting and happening in the States. And we just, we just don't have that. Like there was a, there was someone that tried, I think the Australian, like a, it was like an Australian podcast thing. And he tried to do like a meetup or a, an event kind of thing. And I think maybe one or two people showed up. Like I wasn't one of them because, you know, we had some prior commitments. But yeah, like it's, it just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't seem to work. But that said, we've, you know, uh, we've done like two live shows in the last year, which is crazy considering we never even imagined us doing anything like that. You know, we, we got such a really big turnout and like the feedback was really fantastic. And mm. so, so there is, I guess, people that want to do this, um, people that want to go see these kind of shows. But I find in Australia, it, it is sort of lacking a little bit, which is a little bit disappointing. And I guess this kind of comes down to, well, if the industry doesn't exist, why don't you make it or why don't you sort of create something? So yeah. that's what we're trying to really push for in the next year. We've got a few ideas here and there, but I'd love to sort of really push this um, you know, Australian comedy scene, but also the Australian you know, even media scene because mm-hmm. there's a lot of interesting stuff that does go along out there. And it's just unfortunate when you look at the iTunes kind of playlist, the iTunes sort of um, charts, the large majority of them are pre-recorded and pre-repackaged stuff from, from you know, ABC. Yeah broadcasts that kind of stuff and there's yep. you know very few sort of independent australian ones like you know it's us steel and you know, james and mason of weekly planet occasionally and it's just yeah it is sort of like a bit not disheartening it is just kind of like all right well we i guess we got a bit of a, a, a hill to climb yeah in a way well i know that uh, you know years ago there was a, a pretty good sized podcast network that was based in australia i think it was in mm. in sydney called uh, tpn i think it was the the podcast network, I think, yeah, uh, what was down there, and I know Paul Spain in New Zealand is trying to pull together a um, a podcast uh, kind of conference. You know, he's trying, oh, to, awesome. he's trying to pull it together for February yeah. um, in New Zealand. I don't know if you'd heard about it. Yeah, not at all. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that maybe that's another problem as well. Is that we we just. I don't know. There's just that almost lack of communication, which is the problem of almost every you know. Oh yeah, no, it is. But in real life as well, it's sort of that weird lack of sort of communication because there's nowhere to go for this kind of news. It'd be nice if that's right. Sort of sign up because, like, yeah, conference, sure, sign us up. I'm involved, sure. Why not? I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a problem everywhere in the industry right now. I don't think that there's Mm -hmm. a lot of um, sources, consolidated sources for what's happening in the in the medium and part of the reason is is that the medium is so uh fractured and scattered uh amongst various groups doing different types of things um that it's hard to kind of pull it all together because <laughs> not everybody yeah. knows no one person knows everything that's going on with every every sector no, in this industry. it is it is very weird and it is very like i mean i've, I've noticed talking to uh, a few people who are sort of trying to do a lot of podcasting stuff and they come from a stand-up comedy background and they almost kind of look a little bit down on us somewhat because you're like oh and it's like when we say like oh you were doing you know somewhat successful and they're like oh okay and they kind of look a little bit little bit down on us because i don't know if they don't kind of see podcasting as sort of you know pure comedy like stand-up is yeah but you know when you kind of reverse like we are so happy to talk to these people because they do something that like i'd be terrified of doing like stand-up oof like that's 
to me, it's amazing what they can do. Yeah. So there is also that kind of issue as well where they might kind of see something like a we're doing um, and not consider it, you know, a, a worthy pursuit or something like that. And then, I mean, that's sort of part and parcel to the sort of podcasting as, as, as a sort of profession. Like, it's, you know, some people ask, like, what do I do for a living? It's like, well, I actually, I podcast for a living. Yeah. And it's kind of that, that look they give you, like, oh, you failed at something and this is what you're doing to pretend you have a job. <laughs> yeah, like, right. no, 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 no. It, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, that's, that, that is so true. I've, I've built a career on podcasting, so I've been doing this for a long time. So I know. And it's just, yeah. so, it's, it's a little bit frustrating where it still that is, is, isn't really seen as, I guess, a proper job. Yeah. Um, that's, at times that's so it is it is sort of this awkward moment i have with sort of family extended family members where you're just like i work yeah internet radio sure that good we'll do that we'll say that yeah exactly but but it's <laughs> also doing a little bit of a disservice to you too by by saying that yeah. you know, i know that there's a lot of folks wanting to try and try and associate radio with uh, this medium yeah more and, 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 more, and it's and, not and it's not yeah. yeah so yeah it is that sort of yeah it's, it's it's an interesting time, I think, where we are at with podcasting in general. And I'm, I'm looking forward to sort of what, you know, 2016 brings and yeah. sort of where it all is sort of heading towards. Like, you know, we're getting a resurgence somewhat. People are, you know, more people are discovering us. There's more, you know, I guess people have more time for this kind of stuff. Well, um, you know, in 2016, we'll see Google get into the mix here with their their Google Play yeah. Store. That that's going to be something that could um, could be good for the space. Yeah. And then if Spotify actually does a big launch with this stuff instead of kind of trickling it out like they've been doing, um, mm. and that would be good as well. So you know, it's there's a few people in the space that are kind of a little skeptical at the success mm. of of these uh these streaming music platforms adding podcasts really causing a big impact because th- there really hasn't been a huge history of of that so yeah well, that's so a we'll problem see. with audio like i mean i come from an audio background i mean that's what i was teaching when i was teaching it and it is this sort of idea of well please name me several bits of audio that have gone viral and you just can't like I can name two, but yeah, one is from a uh, New Zealand where it's about text messages and this this person getting all these text messages about trying to like you know uh, this crazy person messing this guy called Kevin, which sort of radio station does, and it was a very funny and so five minute bit. Another one was I think an NPR guy did um, he interviewed his two daughters about one of them giving other a haircut. And like that's about it. Like there's nothing else. Whereas like you know, a GIF or a you know a short video or Vine that kind of stuff will spread spread pretty spread fast, really yeah. easily. But yeah. there's something about audio which it's, it starts off as an uphill battle, and it always has been. Like yes. you look at audio in film and television. Yeah. Again, that's sort of was my sort of background. It's 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 that under you know it's you look at a sound designer. And the thing they sort of say the most can be like, if I'm if I'm you know, sound designing a film, no one comes up to me and says like, I noticed I've done a good job. <laughs> and it is that kind of I think that loans itself to the audio medium, which is that people either take it for granted or don't really sort of focus in on it. Which is it's a disappointing thing because it's such a uh, important sense that we have in terms of what we can listen to and what we hear. Mm-hmm. Well, and we might see some solutions to those here in the next couple of years, too. I know that I Clamor so. is trying to solve some of those problems mm. um, and, you know, create, creating viral clips, you know, 24-second clips. Trying to solve that issue, though, I'm not 
it hasn't proven to translate into people listening to more than just the 24 second clips. It's becoming kind of its own little content platform. It's almost like the Twitter of podcasting is what I like to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So rather than sort of creating shows, we're now just creating 24 second bits of audio that's trying to be entertaining. And now we're just in a new problem. Yeah, exactly. It's the Twitterization of podcasting is what I like to call it. It's it's mm. like the uh, short character tweets. Uh, this is like yeah, short yeah. audio clip um, tweets now. Yeah. So so what we'll see on that. And there, there's others that are saying that search is part of the solution here. And you know, in a lot of ways, we've we've been down these paths uh, many times mm. in the past, and they, they haven't always been the panacea that we'd all like them to be. And I think this medium is just going to grow. In a steady way, it's going to get better. The platforms are going to get better. More people are going to hear about it. It's just going to happen organically. This is mostly a word-of-mouth medium. Um, well, exactly. I mean, the amount of people that listen to us is simply because someone else listened to us. Yep. It's like, yep. Have you heard of this exactly. show? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, or it's like, oh, if you, if you like, I mean, a lot, we got a lot of people listening to us when we had James from the Weekly Planet come come on and sort of he mentioned us on his show and then that suddenly like all these people like, ah, oh, he was on this, listen to that. Oh, I like that. What else have they got? And listen to that. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Listen to this sort of thing. And yep. so there is that kind of aspect, which is basically yeah, just word of mouth. Well, it's, it's getting them addicted and then they uh it's kind of like crack right you'd get uh, exactly. one, i just want more i just want more after i've i've consumed plumbing the death star then i have exactly. to consume movie maintenance <laughs> right exactly the first one's free but then again everything's free so it's all free that's <laughs> right that's right but there's a cost to, to you and that's your time that's right exactly. and your engagement and you have to send an email <laughs> yeah, 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 let us know. And please don't good. bash us too bad for what we say. Yeah, I know. They're just opinions, guys. That's right. Not going to change your enjoyment of a thing. Yeah. Well, Joel, Joel, thank you for joining me on the show. It was great to hear hear more about Sans Pants Radio at sanspantsradio.com and go check out their their shows. They have a, they've got a big following. Their numbers are climbing and they have uh, good audiences for all these shows. I just w- wish you and um, all, all your uh, co-hosts um, all the best luck here in the next uh, next year. I think it's going to be great. I think so too. We've hopefully got some um, big things happening, but of course, all like all things, they take time and planning. Yes, it does. Where are the best places to get your shows? I know they're available at the adore.fm website and then off of Spreaker. But, uh, you know, you have your own website. At, um, yeah, so I guess the best place is, yeah, sanspantsradio.com. And from there, I mean, iTunes and Stitcher and wherever sure. you listen to good podcasts from. Um, we're also on SoundCloud and we're also on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, we also do throw a couple of um, other things up on YouTube now and again. Like we just had a, uh, like a nine-part little video series that Jackson did called Oh Noah Ghost. So if you want to see uh, us in flesh and see our faces and sort of ruin that illusion of what we actually look like, <laughs> uh, by all means, check, out, check us out. What on do YouTube people look well. like down in Australia? Yeah. Uh, not, not, no, it was very funny when, um, yeah, we were doing all the live shows and that kind of stuff and people be like, you just do not look like the way you sound. And it's kind That's of like, right. What's you, wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> the best one's like, you... Yeah. You either get like the oh I thought like one person like oh I thought you 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 I think for someone say about douche it was like oh I always imagined like a younger version of Thor and when they see him he is not that there you always go. A sort of backhanded compliment of oh you're a lot more handsome than I imagined and you're like <laughs> hey 
Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I get the comment. Uh, boy, you don't sound like you're six foot eight on the on your podcast. I go. Damn, that is. Tall. Yeah. Thank goodness for small favors. Uh, I'm gonna sound good. really tall. Yeah. Just sort of like speak above the mic. That's you know right. I mean? That's right. I have to get, get get way above and talk down on the microphone. Yeah, that's right. Perfect. So, all right. Well, Joel, thank you for calling in. I know it's like is it like one o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday? Yep. Yep. And and it's here. It's uh, is it six o'clock on uh, on Tuesday? So, and and crazy. people listening to this uh, will be listening to it on Wednesday. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're not confused yet, uh, you're pretty smart, actually. Exactly. So more so, so than I am. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter. So at Sandspans Radio, and my personal one is uh, at Goddammit Zamet. So. At, oh, that's awesome. I like that one. Jeez. <laughs> so hey, well. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Speaker Live Show. I appreciate you tuning in. Give us a rating in iTunes, uh, Stitcher, wherever you happen to be listening to this in or on or around. Give us some feedback to the show. Send me an email. You can send it personally to me if you want to tell me something that I need to know. Uh, send it to rob at speaker.com. I appreciate you tuning into the show. And uh, we'll be back next Wednesday for another episode of the Speaker Live Show. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.